Hello and welcome to the Nutrition with Rebecca podcast. This podcast is designed to empower you with the knowledge to live a healthy and happy life. My ethos is sustainability and my aim is to leave you better than I found you. I am a complete foodie, lover of all animals, recovering perfectionist, with a passion to help many achieve a life of health and well-being. I hope you take a lot from this podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nutrition with Rebecca podcast. You're joined by me, your host Rebecca and of course my wonderful sidekick Edith. I hope you all had the most magical and amazing Christmas. So today I want to talk about navigating post-Christmas. Something that for many years many people I believe have battled with especially when we see societal pressures in dieting into January. It is always worth noting that food is not just fuel. It is fun, it's enjoyment, it's memories and I'm sure many of you when considering Christmas actually think of so much more than just the food. You know the special memories the downtime, I hope, (laughs) the laughter, the joy, the connection, that inner people pleaser. I know we're all working on, on helping her, chuffed with the gifts you bought, the gratitude for your family and friends you have around you. Christmas is so much more than just the food, but actually the food is wonderful this time of year isn't it but it can cause a lot of overwhelming feelings for many people and a lot of anxiety and then a lot of desire to want to undo this um like christmas bloat that we perhaps feel and that can lead to a lot of damaging psychological um narratives within our within our minds and a lot of psychological noise you find yourself battling with what you feel you now should do of course from these societal pressures so i hope this podcast is going to help you navigate perhaps how you're feeling now and set intentions going forward there is always a time and a place for counting macros and calories and a time when creating memories comes first Christmas is one of those to make memories and we can too often find ourselves in the rabbit hole of day-to-day fixation and with that we're unable to see the bigger puzzle and actually how multi-dimensional health is and that health is so much more than just calories and movement and being able to adapt to situations like Christmas is one of the most important parts of your health journey It's psychological flexibility and it allows you to be very present in those moments without this preoccupation around food and preoccupation around your body image. You will not remember this time next week in terms of your body image. You will not remember this time in a month or a year that you felt a little bit bloated. But I hope and pray that you do remember the memories that you have made with the loved ones for years to come. And just a little bit of science as well. If we are so preoccupied around our body image and around our food, it can actually reduce the ability to make short-term memories because that is held in the area of the brain that we do use to make memories. So it's sort of asking yourself now, 
what is most important to me, making sure that I have these memories stored or the preoccupation around my body image and the preoccupation around perhaps what I ate, the slight uncomfortable feeling now and remembering that especially as females we are taught to see ourselves through this tinted lens of society and there is a lot of societal pressure based on how we look in that we are taught to conform to this objectification world of body image and the patriarchy but actually it can disengage you from the recognition of what your body is doing and how incredible your body is and it can actually lessen that body image positivity that is again a very important part of your health journey because within the body image positivity we see body image flexibility so that you can actually recognize why you're feeling a little bit bloated today but not allow that to consume your day and you can adapt with more of a positive outlook towards your body in that it's not just your shape or your size and you don't have to fit a mold. So one of the first elements to consider when we are navigating the post-Christmas bloating, should we call it, I think I might name the podcast that actually, is self-compassion. Self-compassion is acceptance basically. The more we can accept ourselves, the more mindful and kinder we can be to ourselves around situations. Another part of self-compassion is common humanity. (laughs) We all experience post-Christmas bloating. It is completely normal. And like I said, there is a time and a place for counting calories. There's a time and a place for making memories. And for whatever reason, we are taught to believe that overeating is bad. That if we're overeating, we are greedy and we're going to instantly gain weight. It's categorically incorrect. And an indulgence every now and again is absolutely fine. How many times do you find yourself um, going up for two portions of Christmas pudding? Not very often, right? So if you've had more of an indulgence, that's absolutely fine. And overeating doesn't make you bad. Overeating doesn't make you greedy. And you know what? Even if you ate more than your partner, that's absolutely fine. If you ate the most around the table, that is also absolutely fine. Providing all of your decisions were made with intent, they were true to you, and you sit comfortably now, psychologically, knowing that you made all of those decisions. Because again, every choice you make is a decision that you get to make. And now going forward, navigating this post-Christmas feeling, we can make healthful choices, healthful decisions in line with how we want to feel, in line with our values. So remember, Health is multi-dimensional and when considering past experiences, you've likely hyper-focused on just food and exercise as being the areas that build on success. Actually, this mindset prevents so many from achieving long-term health. Right now, you need that psychological flexibility that I mentioned, that body image flexibility, that appreciation, that acceptance and some more gratitude in your life. None of which is gained from just food. None of which is gained from just now restricting your calories. It's having tools to navigate these situations, to understand how health is more than just your body composition. It's your relationships, your emotional awareness, your self-awareness. And when you grow to appreciate these elements, you sit with more liberation and empowerment around events like Christmas. You feel more comfortable with yourself and your 
your actions. You live with greater intent and in line with your core values. You value your health, right? That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to this. But that health is not just chasing fat loss or your exercise. It is all of the above. And being able to sit in these situations, knowing that these are also helpful choices for you, reduces that psychological noise that you have around certain foods. It reduces that preoccupation around food. It reduces that guilt. You know, that shame. You've made those choices that were true to you and you were flexible and you allowed yourself to enjoy those foods. So now asking yourself, is really restricting my calories really going to help me? Do I need to undo all of that? Absolutely not. We've got to learn to sit with the uncomfortable feeling in these situations. And it is uncomfortable for a short term. You are going to need an amount of vulnerability. But when you meet that vulnerability, you experience courage and then you learn. And when you learn, you grow. The amazing, amazing part of life is the ability to learn. All of these situations present the opportunity to learn, to actually understand that there is no one food that is going to cause you to gain weight, that food is not good it is not bad it is not healthy it's not unhealthy you've got to learn to be able to to um make choices that are true to you in those situations and when you do so you do feel empowered and it does lessen that psychological noise that many experience that i completely resonate with and that prevents you being present in these situations, doesn't it? And it also prevents like the long-term journey that again, people when people fixate on just their nutrition and their exercise, they can't see that their journey to health is until they die. And we don't want to constantly be navigating these like post-Christmas bloating or even like post-holiday bloating. It's completely normal, but it doesn't necessarily A, mean that you've gained fat or B, that you've done anything wrong. And battling and fighting with yourself will get you nowhere now. You will do greater harm than good. And it will then begin to instill this doubt in things like Christmas. Then you've got Easter. Then you've got holidays. Do you seriously want to sit there now yo-yoing through seasons? Probably not. Because again, consider the psychological damage that that is going to have. And it's actually going to inhibit you achieving your goals because you will just constantly yo-yo and then you're wasting the time that is actually going to help you get you to your goal. So there is no need to now completely slash all of your calories. Remove all of the food out of your house or overly exercise. One of the worst messages that I see from so many people is, and so many good coaches as well, you know, guys, it's like, just remove all the food out of your house. But it's then that instills this scarcity mindset. And then that instills this messaging that there are certain foods that you're not allowed to eat. But actually, there is no evidence at all in the psychology research that says a single food in its entirety is going to cause you to gain weight. It's a collection of foods that are eating above your energy demands. Now, if you have a scarcity mindset around certain foods and you have foods that are triggers, irrespective of whether they're in your house or you're, or not, in the world we live in, you are going to be exposed to your to those around you. So you could be doing greater harm again by removing all of these foods and then remaining in a situation of this scarcity mindset and now asking yourself, okay, if say chocolate, I'm only allowing that at Christmas, why? Do you enjoy Christmas? Uh, sorry, 
do you enjoy chocolate? <laughs> yes. Okay. So why is it that you're only allowed it at Christmas? Um, maybe because of previous previous experiences, I have yo-yoed into Christmas. So I've sort of restricted my calories and then just gone all out. Okay, right. Did that leave you feeling comfortable? No. Um, what did you learn? Okay, my approach to Christmas was damaging for me. How can I change? Okay, maybe I can allow myself some enjoyment from my food all year round because it's great eating to satiety and fullness, but it's not so great when you haven't got that psychological satisfaction from enjoying your food. So why don't you say to yourself, okay, this year I'm going to do something different. This year I'm going to allow myself a little bit of chocolate every day. And yeah, okay, let's be honest, you might overeat it the first couple of days, but that scarcity soon starts to reduce because actually you realise you can have chocolate any day of the week, your cravings lessen, the noise around these lessens. You then don't fear going to parties as much where you know there's going to be chocolate. You don't fear going to a buffet when you know there's going to be these trigger foods because actually you know that you can have these and you then sit with more of an empowered choice making a decision that is true to you. So no removing all the foods out of your house. We've got to learn now to sit with these current feelings and focus more on the experience that you had. Yeah, you probably do feel a little bit uncomfortable, but remember that self-compassion element. How would you talk to your child now? How would you talk to your best friend? Would you turn around to them and say, you really need to slash your calories, you need to undo everything that you have ate? No. We've got to learn to trust the process. Now, this is so important when considering both your mental and your physical health. If you try and restrict and remove all of those foods out of your house, you are setting yourself up for failure. You will end up over-consuming. And again, that's that yo-yo, isn't it? It's a normal physiological and psychological response to an over-restriction and sort of telling yourself that you can't have something, you are going to start rebelling. Food neutrality is linked to greater success with diet. And an inclusive diet removes that scarcity around foods. So why don't you start saying to yourself now, as I mentioned, I'm gonna look to include foods. Remember that a diet is not just fat loss. A diet is a way in which you eat. An inclusive diet, so these diets should add value to your life. So looking at what you can add to a diet, remembering moderation, remembering mindfulness, remembering balance. And then this allows you to remain mindful around your choices. And again, remembering every choice you make is one you get to make. Asking yourself now before you react, what I am doing, will this benefit me? The bloating that you feel right now is only temporary. For every one gram of carbohydrates we consume, they have three grams of water. The bloating is simply water retention. It will pass. Unless you've been on a two-week bender of eating 5,000 calories a day, you will not have gained body fat. You cannot gain body fat overnight. And just remember, again, the scale weight is not a direct representation of body fat. It shows more around day-to-day -day fluctuations in water. If you go and weigh yourself now, asking yourself before you do that, assess 
how you are feeling. Is that going to cause you any amount of negativity? Is that going to preoccupy your thoughts? Is that going to cause you to disengage with things that are actually going to benefit you? Are you sitting with this uncomfortable feeling and taking action towards more healthful behaviours? That said, there are a few tips that we can do to help reduce the bloating. Start moving again. And when I say moving, I don't mean vigorously exercising. Quite the opposite. Just going for a nice walk. Get your body moving. This will help with your digestion. It will help with your blood glucose levels. It will help stable out your insulin. It is so powerful. And one of the most underrated things done by society, just walking is so important for our mental and our physical health. Try and resume eating your normal routine again. Opting for veggies and whole foods outside of any more social events that you've got coming up. Not skipping meals, not skipping breakfast, not just having drinks as meals. Returning to your normal eating pattern. Stay nice and hydrated and prioritise a really good sleep routine. Hydration is very important. You've probably had a bit of alcohol over the last few days. Again, part of enjoyment, part of the experience. Water passes water. So as I mentioned, your container, you're holding a lot of water retention. So consuming enough water will help pass that water retention. You've probably had a lot of sodium as well um, with some different foods. So getting back to your normal eat, eating routine and opting for some vegetables will have a lot of potassium in. So that will help balance out that sodium alongside staying hydrated and a sleep routine again massively underrated by so many people but the vast majority of your energy burn is at rest like 65 70 percent that accounts for your basal metabolic rate getting to sleep is very important and you know what journal about your christmas how you felt what did you enjoy some gratitude you know for the good times and then set intentions for the coming days and if you do feel any discomfort you know how i mentioned about the chocolate like lean into that, ask yourself some questions and ask yourself those questions like a few times over to actually get below the surface level of the feeling right now and understand, is that linked to your self-worth? Is that linked to um, the self-objectification world that we live in? Are you valuing yourself based on how you look? Are you validating yourself based on your actions and you feel that perhaps you've done something wrong? There is a lot to learn in these situations if you're sat with any amount of uncomfortability now. I think I just made that word up. <laughs> We're here for it, right? Um, again, like I said, do not step on the scales until you're feeling good. Um, any increase in weight will be water retention. It will come down and assess how you're feeling. Assess your actions before you step on the scales. Don't punish yourself um, by restricting to extremes and doing endless exercise to burn calories. It's simply counterintuitive as you will burn out and then your body will look for energy through higher consumption. Trust the process and drive less focus on your body composition. Embrace the body image flexibility mindset and focus on the amazing memories you have made, knowing that you are more than just your body. And then all of those things that I just mentioned, they're sort of like meeting the basic needs of your body. 
So write down now, okay, what can I do for January? Set yourself some intentions for the month. So like every day I'm going to eat five fruit and vegetables. I'm going to stay hydrated. I'm going to go for a walk. I might try and opt for two to three workouts, whether that's at home, whether that's in the gym. I'm going to practice some journaling. I'm going to work on some gratitude, some positive affirmation towards myself. And I'm actually going to start this year with intention that is true to my health, how I want to feel outside of diet culture and this mixed messaging that has led to a lot of yo-yo dieting for many people. So I hope that helps folks with how you're feeling post-Christmas and if any of you are sat with uncertainty or would like to chat about it a little bit more then please do reach out. I completely resonate with those feelings and my coaching is designed to give you the tools to navigate these situations so that you do live the healthiest and happiest version of yourself. And if you're looking for some more support or you think, do you know what? I'd love to work with Rebecca. I am launching a mind, body and health coaching platform, which is a group coaching platform. You'll get access to a community of incredible people on the same journey as you. And we work on habit formation, we work on behaviour change, we work on nutrition, we work on exercise and we work on this multi-dimensional puzzle of health that in essence allows you to live in true alignment to your health value. And now I'm just going to wrap up and wish you all a fabulous, fabulous new year. Further details are below in the show notes.